0: Hello, welcome back. This is part six of the Pali scriptures section portion of uh, the Buddhist books playlist on YouTube by Edward Reed. Sometimes, it's more like the Edward Reeb show, and I apologize for that. Um, <clears throat> so three things before we get started. One, you might have noticed I'm in a different place than usual. I'm here on my Zabuton, on my Zafu. Uh, just as a reminder, I mean, you know, we had a little bit of that Vajrayana flavor at the end of the last episode with the eight auspicious symbols. So, um, I, from... from Dogen, from Dogen's Wisdom, uh, I wanted to impart, basically, just, to, I think I told half of this story, but I didn't finish it, and I'll be, I'll be quick so we can get to the reading. Um, I was inspired by Dogen to sit in lotus position, if you, see, lotus position, anyway, uh, but I couldn't, I wasn't flexible enough, so I, I took up yoga, I started doing yoga in the fire escape at work, I had an office job at the time and uh, during my lunch break. And I did that for a long time and uh, finally was able to do proper lotus position. And then eventually I became a yoga teacher. And so people thought of me as a yoga teacher. Oh, you're into yoga, you must be into... But I was coming from a Zen Buddhist uh, position and was doing yoga in order to practice Zen Buddhism properly, which is all about meditation. Only this much about talking and reading and chanting. Really not at all. They chant the Hanya Shingyo, which is uh, part of the reason why I learned that. And then of course there's the Shobogenzo, the, the record of uh, Dogen's lectures. But most of what the monks would do is meditate in silence, emulating the Buddha. The Buddha's path was to meditate in silence for seven years, and that was what led him to enlightenment. So from that perspective, they would meditate primarily reading the sutras and whatever, reading anything else, uh, or talking, talking about this and that was very much secondary. And, uh, and this is important to me because my dad, as, a, as you've heard me mention, was the, the one who introduced me to Buddhism. And he was all about up here, all about reading, all about thinking, all about talking. And he neglected his, uh, his body and he was very overweight. He didn't do any kind of physical practice at all. Um, he would meditate, but with chanting, so even the meditation was talking, you know. Um, and uh, so, you know, I, I, I learned from his example, but I think it's important that we learn from the mistakes of those who came before us as well. And, um, and so, yeah, I wanted to mention, for people who are like actually watching this, who've been following and listened to every word, that it is important to take time to sit in silence, or as best you can, hear that? That's silence, that's Sandhagar's version of silence, but actually in the middle of the night it gets pretty quiet here. Um, So a lot of people will wake up at 4 a.m. to begin their practice and do their yoga and meditation. Uh, Whether they're coming from a Buddhist perspective, Hindu or just a pure yogic, uh, you know, there's atheist yogics, non-religious yogis as well. Maybe not like proper yogi in the sense of the guy up on the mountaintop in the Himalayas, but you know, in America and and UK and what have you, Russia. Um, So yeah, I don't know, that was it. Um, So that's point number one. Point number two is, oh yeah, yesterday when I was reading, I said, oh, the first council of the Buddhists after the Buddha died, that was around the time of Ashoka. No, it wasn't. The third one was around the time of Ashoka. Ashok was like 300 years after the Buddha passed away. So obviously Ananda and, and, and them, you know uh, Shaiputra and Mahakasaya, Mahakasapa, Mahakasapa wouldn't have been alive unless we're talking about like these biblical you know, ages of like someone being 900 years old or something. Uh, but they, they were normal humans, as far as we know. And even if they lived to be 110 years old, uh, they would not have been around to be participate in the, the uh, council if it had been at the time of Ashok. So I misspoke yesterday, you know, sometimes I just go, oh yeah, that, 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 click, click, but then I watch it afterward and go, no, no, not at all. So that was the second thing. The third thing is I, I just want to apologize again for being so continuously disrespectful about the Lotus Sutra and uh, in, in particular and Mahayana in general. Um, I know it's a a great religion of the world, and I, you know, feel it's a good idea to observe, you know, being respectful of the things that others consider sacred, and at the same time, reserving the right to be critical of things that sound absurd, so it's, it's a juggling act, it's a balancing act, but to just come out and say, oh, the stupid Lotus Sutra is kind of childish and not who I want to be, um... But on the other hand, I feel like I was kind of duped into chanting nam myoho renge and Namu myoho renge kyo so many times that if I say the Lotus Sutra is stupid, the Lotus Sutra is stupid, the Lotus Sutra is stupid, you know, like enough times that they will help to balance it out and bring it to zero. But I know that's not how these things work. Um, you know, And there's sort of a reaction, like for example, when someone leaves a cult, they, they become anti the cult for a period of time. So they go from this to this upside down, and then eventually they can even out and come out of it. Now, I was never involved in a, in a cult that chanted Namu Myoho Renge Kyo. So, I'll stop just being childish, and if I have something to say that's specifically critical, Uh, Which, I've already said everything critical that I have to say on this channel, so I'll stop making, you know, these little sarcastic jabs. And I will get back to it, and I do at some point want to find a place for it in my world, Um, but not today. But I I have the Lotus Sutra to thank for the fact that I've got all these Pali Sutras on the way here, and for the fact that I've decided to dive into Theravada so deeply. That would not have happened! If the Lotus Sutra had not been so disrespectful to Theravada and, uh, you know, Pali and and, and the Buddha himself. So thank you, Lotus Sutra, for being so insert adjective here that's polite but critical so that I might, uh, you know, uh, learn more in this life from the Theravada. But let us remember that meditation is number one and then. Reading and thinking and all these things are a distant number two Um, But a lot of these knots can be untied in our psyche and in our emotional awareness and in our spirit You know if you're into that sort of thing Um, just purely through meditation and silence and taking the time to be quiet and Not just be wake up into the phone. You know what I mean? Like uh, like just continually Restimulating those engrams for those of you who are into that kind of lingo. Uh, you know, re- like reawakening neuro- neurotic behavior first thing in the morning and then continuing it, and then at work and then at home, and then watching shows, watching YouTube, and then reading Facebook, and then going to sleep. Waking up and doing it all again. There's, you're just going to stay in a state of mundane, non enlightenment, if you will. Uh, but meditation is key. And if you have half an hour only of spare time, don't watch, don't watch this. Just turn this off and meditate instead. Um, But if you're lucky enough to have a full hour, maybe half an hour of meditating and half an hour of watching my dumb uh, (laughs) face um, talking about the sutras or, you know, that's basically only if you don't have them yourself and uh, if you feel like watching me talk about them. Um, I wanted to do this For myself, obviously, and also for people who don't have these books and and, uh, maybe are are so addicted to YouTube that they might be able to watch me um, talk about the books. But it's better to read the books. Better to turn this off and read the books. better to turn this off and meditate even better than, than that. So a distant third, a distant fifth, a distant tenth option is to watch this series. I do not recommend this series that you're watching right now basically is what I'm saying. Um, this, is, this is for me, this is my process, and uh, you know, if, uh, if it's a hundred years later, two hundred years later, and for historical interest you want to watch this, then fine. But if, uh, if you're watching this because you think that it's going to help you um, learn about Buddhism you know, there's other better ways to do that. N- and number one is just to meditate. And uh, there's a difference, I think, between like the, uh, the path laid out by the Buddha and his example and what they call Buddhism. Even whether it be Theravada, Mahayana, or Vajrayana. These are distinct, separate things. Like as much different as you know, uh, the, the path on the way of Yeshua uh, of Nazareth is from what they call Christianity as defined by Paul, right? Okay, let's get to it. Let's see if my legs will work. Okay. We're going to do this awkward transition. I'll try to mute the sound on some of that banging and clanging. And uh, here we are. A nice, smooth transition. Maybe we'll just do a fade in, fade out. Maybe not. Knowing me, (laughs) Probably won't do that um, just because of the authenticity, right? Like the authenticity of a photocopied book, copy pasted into. The sound quality is better now, isn't it? Because we got the microphone happening too, not just the microphone on the camera. This episode is brought to you by Chios. As far as I know, they're okay. They're based in India, which automatically makes them better than, uh, you know, Starbucks or whatever or Nestle. Not to say there aren't horrible things done by corporations in India. I think I can safely criticize certain aspects of practices of corporations. I'm not criticizing the government, right? Right? Well, better err on the side of caution. Okay, let's get to it, shall we? I think that where we uh, left off was somewhere here the views of the, ba- the bapakas were not confined to the text for, to texts for whose recitation this is this one by the way uh, for whose recitation they were responsible they also had views about the books which were to be regarded as canonical we read that the digabanakas put the Kudaka Gantha into the Abhidhamma Pitaka, classifying the texts in the following order. Jataka Mahanesa Gu, Kulani... Remember these because later we're gonna be reading them, hopefully, right? Assuming that they're in the books that we're getting. By We I mean me, obviously. Kulani Kulani Desa Pati sambi sutani pata, damapada, udana, itivutaka vimanavatu vimana petavatu, teragata, terigatha. Or gata, right? There's no th in the sense of th. I guess what it is, part of it is, uh, you know. I know how some folks can uh can feel like, you know, that there's like these high intellectuals, these very respected, you know, master's degree like professorial types who like, yes, well, but the only people that they can really like talk to really on their own level is like people on their own level other other like sort of Oxford master's degree, honorary professors with offices in the big stone building and stuff like that. And so, you know, or even like a, you know the equivalent of that, of like someone who's been a monk for 30, 40 years and maybe they have a nice personality, but you know that their knowledge like is so far up here. But here I'm an idiot just like you. I mean, unless you're not an idiot, obviously, in which case, why are you wasting your time with this? But yeah, no, we're both idiots. But I, I don't know how to pronounce any of this stuff. I don't have a clue. I'm just sort of like bumbling my way along and, and discovering what to, what to look at next, you know? So, yeah. So you're welcome to go on this ride with me if it sounds like fun. Maybe you're already on the ride with me. Did I mention if this is your first time seeing me click here? No, I didn't. Uh, I start with episode one of Dhammapada. Now that, I've, now that we're like 14 minutes in. Okay. Anyway. Um, the Machima Banakas, however, put them in the Sutana Pitaka together with the karya, karya Pitaka, the Apananda, and the Buddhavamsa. They thus omitted the Kudakapata from the canon, which is probably why we won't be able to get a copy of it, right? Maybe it was controversial. Maybe it was like the Gospel of Thomas of the first Buddhist canonical council? Ecumenical council? What did they call it? Anyway. All right. I've completely lost my place. Here we go. We must assume that the Digabanakas closed their list of the Kudaka Nikaya before those texts were added to it. While the Majhima Bhavanakas closed their list before the Kudakapata was reckoned as being can- canonical. Right. Yeah, you, know, you must assume these things. Right. Uh, just turn this off and read the Lotus Sutra. It'll tell you about Buddhism. Yeah. In a much simpler way. Direct. And it'll put this stuff in its place. Bunch of head-stuck Pratyaka Buddhas on their deer vehicle. Or... No, the Pratyaka vehicles have the goat vehicle. The The deer vehicle was the the disciple vehicle. So, like what Ananda and Shariputra were doing, the path they were on is the deer vehicle. They're sweet, oh, arhats, pat him on the head. And then the Pratyeka Buddhas, I guess, were the ones who were like very intellectually going, hmm, why is that, this, is, this is canonical. Is that, what is this? And then, uh, then, of course, the bullock vehicle is the vehicle of. Avalokiteshvara, and of course all of Mahayana, all of Vajrayana and Shingon, and probably even Zen, and and, and, uh, Avalokiteshvara that I mentioned. Kuan Yin, and Kanon, and uh, the Dalai Lama, so yeah, the Lotus Sutra defines and outlines that. So just take the Bullock Vehicle. Why bother with this? Go Vehicle. Nonsense. right? I'm not being... uh, I'm trying to make up for some of the... trying to get myself out of the Aviki. Is it Aviki? Which hell am I going to for all the crap I'm talking about Lotus Sutra? Please comment below how to pronounce that hell. I don't feel like Googling it. You know, like people used to talk and ask each other questions. Now everybody Googles. Anyway, if you're from so distant in the future that that didn't make sense, just assume it's dirty. Okay, <clears throat> so now we're shifting gears to the Sasana Vamsa, because we're still waiting for my... Of course, it's going to be a while. It's going to be at least a few weeks before the polytext arrives, arrive, so that'll give us some time to explore this. So we read the preface, now let's read the introduction. <clears throat> Among the modern works on Buddhism, written by Buddhists, is a polytext of Burmese authorship entitled Sasana Vamsa. Oh... So it's not something written in the 1830s. Surely, right? Because Pali was a long time ago. I mean, the Pali language, right? The canonical language that has come to be known as Pali. That's P-A-L-I for you. Aquarians, um, not P-O-L-Y. Not those Aquarians, the other Aquarians. The Aquarian Conspiracy Aquarians, not the source family, anyway. Uh right, mm-hmm. Um the Sasanavansa now edited f- for the first time, right? Has been known for many years to scholars. Professor Kern in his recent recent when? 1830? In his recent or nineteen seventy-five? Who knows? Who knows? I don't. In his recent Manual of Indian Buddhism, or Grundus der Indo Arschen Philology Und, I'm not very good with German, alter thum schunte, number three, Bond S. Heft, page three, And parenthesis. Oh, well, that was all in parenthesis, by the way. Uh, speaks of it as highly important for the ecclesiastical history of Kevlon. All right. The late professor Minave, who, as we all know, is very authoritative from the preface we learned that right um so yeah i'm getting trying to get back into my uh yogic practice today i did eight sun salutations the traditional hatha kind but not so traditional that i only do the right side traditional as in doing right and left but uh my i had one japanese and master actually he was a patriarch in his lineage um uh and he had a temple in Los Angeles and he would teach yoga in the morning and he would say that uh Kanon is a is a manifestation or a, an incarnation of shiva and shiva who brought us yoga so that we could be on the path toward enlightenment through meditation and he in his in his world in his view yoga and uh yogic philosophy and zen buddhism just went perfectly together and so I thought that was so cool. I started searching for Zen yoga and found this big buff Northern European, like total fucking racist guy. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, so it's just because someone's a Zen yogi, don't expect them to be even like the bare minimum of a human, right? Uh, but the guy that I, the guy that I knew was an old Japanese guy, you know, like long beard kind of thing, very thin. He was vegan. I mean he's like a, he's like a, a new age a new ager's dream. he was a vegan Zen yogi. He was a real person. I mean I, he was very old at the time. I hope he's happy wherever he is i'll just say that I don 't know if, if he's still incarnate um, but anyway he's, he's uh, I got his Goswin in my in my Goswin book. I was like, do you have a Goswin for this uh, temple?" And he said, "Yeah, I do." Um, So that's the first post on my uh, Name That Goshwin Instagram page that's sort of going to stump everybody. They're going to be like, I have no idea what this is. But anyway, so that guy, he taught me to do these, uh, these traditional Hatha Sun salutations he had learned from his yoga teacher, but he did them slowly. And I think he would only take one breath per pose. He was like breathing slowly. And moving, I mean, not like, he would move transition pretty slowly, not super slowly, not like, you know, a a snail or a a sloth or something. The transitions were pretty normal speed, but he would remain in the pose for a long time. And I'm pretty sure it was for him one breath. For me, it was at least four. And I'm pretty good at slow breathing uh, compared to other people besides him. Um, Anyway. He was so traditional, though, he would only do the right side, where you step back with the right foot and step forward with the right foot. So you figure, that's enough balance for me. Do it again, right foot. Do it again, right foot. Because you always lead with the right foot. Um, But in more, I guess, modern, more recent schools of Hatha, um, they do the right side, then the left side. So doing the full thing. 12 steps I believe in on the right side and then the full thing on the left side is considered one sun salutation so I did 8 very rapid sun salutations this morning very not like my zen yoga uh, uh, Roshi taught me years ago um, and then you know did a few minutes of meditation in Sant Nagar silence um, that's the name of the this town anyway um, what was I talking about? Yeah, so, hence, I'm sweating a little, sorry. Okay, where were we talking a lot? Sorry. I was uh, butchering this German, yes. I mean, not like, you know, World War II or something, like butchering the language by speaking it badly, you know. Anyway, references to it occur. Passive speech, love it, gotta love it. Anyway, uh, in Childer's Poly Dictionary. Childer's Poly Dictionary. Edward. Well, let's wait. Let's wait until we get all the, the books from the Polytech Society and see if Childer's Poly Dictionary is in it. It's probably one of those arcane things. This is sort of an arcane study of arcane things. Like looking looking at the ancient past through the eyes of a hundred years ago. I don't know. I like doing that. It's a thing. I I've, I spent uh like almost 20 years looking at ancient Egypt through the eyes of Victorian England. So now I'm looking at uh looking at ancient Buddhism through the eyes of scholars from 100 years ago and then frowning every time they say hinayana because I'm woke as you can tell, right? So woke. How woke am I on a scale of 0 to 10? I mean, Really? Okay. I mean, really. Comment below. Okay. Um, References to it occur in Childers Poly Dictionary. Yeah, we'll get a copy of that one day. And Professor Hardy was drawn on it for his article, Ein Beitrag zur Frager, O Dama Poly. And ZDMG 51 band 1897 yeah Victorian Germany no no they didn't have Queen Victoria in Germany Louis this zoysa in his report on the inspection of temple li- libraries I think la- la- laboratories it's hard to tell because it's a photocopy of a photocopy of a photocopy of a, photocopy of a book um, in Ceylon, 1873, mentions the Sasanavamsa as a very interesting historical work. End quote. Cool. We're reading about a guy who a long time ago referred to this as very interesting. I don't know if it's interesting because they didn't translate it. It's not in English, so this is the best we've got. You're welcome. Okay. Uh... Du, du, du. Very interesting. Okay. The author, Panasami, the guy who wrote Sasa who dates his book 1223 of the Burmese Common Era, which is 1861 A.D. How is it a Pali scripture if it was written in 1861? These are mysteries which evolve in the profound abyss of the mind. Maybe it'll become clear as we read, or maybe we'll get bored with this and move on to the Pali Sutras when they arrive. Maybe, maybe we'll see. Was the tutor of then? Oh, by the way, hi Navi. You're the only person that I'm actually certain will watch this in uh, the relatively near future. And I, I guess I've forgotten I've forgotten your name. I'm sorry, friend of friend of the family. Anyway, came to the anniversary party. Is in my. Uh, cover photo. Uh, all right. Was the tutor of the then reigning king Meng Dun Meng and himself a pupil. Every day I remember that advice that Pierre uh, gave me in that dream try not to talk too much. And I feel like I'm uh, going against that and then asking myself, did that come from my subconscious insecurities? Did that come from like. Where did that come from? And if that was indeed Pierre, was he working with some kind of full omniscient knowledge, speaking from his higher self, or from some sort of ghost ego level, based on assumptions and intellectualized ideas and, and preconceived notions that he got from his cult? These, these are the things that go on in my head. I mean, it's ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, from the scientist's point of view in my mind, it's, it's all pretty ridiculous. Um, <clears throat> but anyway. Here I am talking too much, polluting the minds of people. <sighs> All right. Uh, and himself a pupil of the Sam Gars Garaja. Did you watch Somewhere in Time yet? Um, it's the, the guy who played Superman? No, not that guy. The guy who really played Superman, uh, Christopher Reeves, back in the 80s. Um, before, I think before Superman, just before Superman, he did uh, Somewhere in Time. Anyway, um, King Meng Meng and himself a pupil of the Haraja, or head of the order, at Mandalay. I need to do a little geography lesson about Burma. The Matika, or table of contents. Ooh, ooh, I think I'm going to change my table of contents is to read Matika. People will be like, what? Anyway, and... Uh, A friend of mine got my uh, book of short stories and he was like, yeah, I read a couple of the poems. They were very, uh, you know, I'm like, poems, you know, it's like he's giving me a compliment. That was, I mentioned yesterday I was grouchy, oh my God, I was grouchy about everything like uh and it was like when i when i looked at it later i'm like okay i was getting you know these nice messages from people like complimentary messages and i was grouchy about them i was like ah i'm gonna block this person you know like i was like so upset and then i wrote this poem you might be one of the four people who read it apparently four people saw it where i was raving against you know the people who i perceived to be idiots uh, on the issue of you know supporting Putin in the in in his invasion of Ukraine, and it just was like scathing and angry and used a lot of curse words. Another thing I got from my dad. Um, and then I thought better of it and took it down. And then uh, my friend Augustin uh, uh, wrote something about how he often posts things and takes them down. So he might be one of the four people because. Sometimes when I post something that's like really from the heart, he'll click like on it kind of within the first few minutes of posting it So hey, man, I see you there. Thank you. Thank you for uh, Yeah, just thank you All right, I just I don't know who's watching this Okay, so the head of the order at Mandalay. That's where we're gonna leave off today and uh, That's 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 uh, you know as expected you know as predicted and expected as charted on the map, we got nowhere, and uh, you know we meant to do that, we meant to get nowhere, we don't expect to get anywhere, you know with this whole digging through all the books, even when all these magical books that are on the way come, probably won't get anywhere, you know um, one thing that I think might happen is uh at some point yeah surely we'll we'll get to some parts that are like oh cool and i will be so excited even more so than when remember it for those of you who remember the parts where i was reading the lotus sutra for the rest of you it'll be in the future if you're following the playlist and that's okay no need to go search for those um yeah i was really happy when lotus sutra buddha finally started talking after two hours of of uh of Manjushri telling Maitreya about all the previous Buddhas that all said the same stuff that this Buddha is probably about to say, because every time a Buddha has a light come out of a, a circle of hair on his third eye, then he always gives the Lotus Sutra, which apparently is about how Buddhism is a deer vehicle and a, and a goat vehicle. and. Uh, anyway so, so yeah uh, I was really happy when that Buddha started talking and only to become frustrated when I heard what he had to say which you know obviously it wasn't the Buddha or it probably didn't resemble the Buddha all that much um, but I will be even happier when we're reading the Pali Sutras and we get to one of the parts that they all agreed in the first council Ananda and Shariputra and they all said yeah he did say that I remember him saying that. Be like, these are real words of the Buddha. And that'll be like a golden, shining moment, which ultimately, you know, won't get us as far as five minutes of silent meditation, right? So, thank you all for going on this silly, winding, bumpy ride with me, whoever you may be, and in whatever time in this triple world. Until next